0: Just my little, same elliptical too. Mm-hmm. Got, they had the same spot every day. And finally a coach came up to me and said, you need to get off of that and do something else. Yeah. And do you want to try to do what these girls are doing? Yeah. So I, I kind of tagged along with them. I also was in a class with ladies my age and older that were lifting two pound weights uh-huh. and stepping up on a box yeah. for like an hour. And Kathy Laws looked in the window and said, get out of there, <laughs> leave <laughs> right now. I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday athlete.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Baston with Mark McCain, and you're listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the la- lives of day to day CrossFit athletes like yourself. And today we have one of the day one original members, uh, Judy Larkin. Golf the? Park? Judy Larkin. <laughs> I feel like everyone we're going to have on here is going to be the yes. name. Right, everyone Not just me. Is, yeah, everybody. Um, so we have you here, and. Uh, you were definitely one of the top people we wanted to talk to when we had this idea to kind of start this little podcast, mainly because we've known you for a long time, and um, you know, you're know you one of those people that we see a lot around here. You've been through a lot with us. Um, and we kind of just want to start out with uh, the basic question of, of kind of how you got started with CrossFit. where did you get started? What got you the idea? What made you decide that this is something I want to do? So I don't know okay. when, when all that started, I looked okay. up your membership. You started with us, well, I mean, when we took over in 2014. So it's been a couple years now. But okay. you were obviously there right. prior. Right, So how did all that get started?
0: I actually have a journal that oh. I wrote. I was going to bring it. I was going to read the whole thing. Yes. I started in probably 2012. Um, I was actually over at Better Bodies, and I did the elliptical for two hours every day. Wow. Every day. Mm-hmm. I watched two episodes of Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I love that show.: <laughs> so good. And a coach, I saw some girls doing what I guess was the beginnings of CrossFit, and they were running through the gym with medicine balls and doing pull-ups and push-ups, and uh, I was kind of jealous, and I thought, "You know what? I mm. think I, I feel like I could do that." but I just stayed on the elliptical because it was safe, and mm-hmm. sure. just my little same elliptical too. Mm-hmm. Got, they had the same spot every day, and finally a coach came up to me and said, "You need to get off of that and do something else." Yep. And do you want to try to do what these girls are doing? Yeah. So I, I kind of tagged along with them. I also was in a class with ladies my age and older that were lifting two-pound weights uh-huh. and stepping up on a box yeah. for like an hour. And Kathy Laws looked in the window and said, get out of there. <laughs> 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 Leave <laughs> right now. And I kind of put my weights down and followed her. So nice. she kind of wow. got me into it.
1: Very cool. Um, what was your – so your, your first kind of foray into CrossFit was at Better Bodies then? Yes. Okay. And then where did it go from there?
0: We went to um Silver Lake uh-huh. underneath the swimming pool. Okay. It was like it actually leaked water from the pool. It was like a little cave underground. Wow. It was under with Matt so the, who like
1: yeah, like that's like the that was like the original version of CrossFit, right. where everyone was like, you know, it was like as dirty as it can be right. and it was super Super exciting right. because you were a little grungy, right? And that's
0: what I loved about it because there weren't any mirrors. Yeah, it, this was like you had to be tough to be there. Right. you, you, you had to be tough. You you can't you couldn't look pretty. You didn't. I mean, it was cold as can be in the yeah. winter. I remember wearing gloves. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. But I loved it. I loved that it was dirty, and you walked out of there feeling like yeah, a little different than. Did
2: you have to like give a special password to get in? Yeah, like <laughs>
0: a special knock. And twice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: what uh? What was your Kind of, I guess it's been a while now. But what was your? I guess for a lot of people, it was very intimidating. Doesn't sound like you were intimidated at all, really, about yeah. starting.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, whenever they would see the girls run by with the the med balls and doing all that crazy crossfit right. type stuff, that's a not a typical reaction. Like, I want to do that.
0: Well, I think deep down, I I knew I could do it. Yeah, I knew I could wow. do it. But um, I there was one time when I. Pulled up at the underground and called my husband and started crying and said, I can't want like, to go mm-hmm. in. I'm afraid. Because w- you didn't know what the workout was going to be. Yep. Um, and I was terrified. And I, he said, then come home. And I yep. said, I can't. They saw me pull up. I can't. I mean, I can't, I can't oh, run now.
1: Accountability. And I'm
0: so glad that I didn't walk away from it. It, it was just, and those, then we could only take three classes. You yep. couldn't come every day. Okay. So it was Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Right. And, um. I just kept coming back, and then it was like I wanted more, and then now I come every day.
1: Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. So uh, I guess your outlook from from then, especially that day where you had that kind of moment, like I can't mm-hmm. do this. To now, what would you say to someone who has that feeling? Like oh, I'd... I tell everybody. Yeah.
0: That that you can do it, and yeah. and if you can't do that workout, you can. The coaches are wonderful with working with you and and modify it. Just modify and do part of what. Right. You were worried about the one, and before you know it, you're going to be doing the things you thought you could never do, and that's the whole thing with CrossFit. Is I, I never thought I would be doing the stuff. I'd walk out of here right. and say I did that today. I mean,
1: I think that's one of the uh, the cool things about it is is it doesn't matter what stage of your life no. you're in or where you're at, you will always learn something new. Right. You know, and that's that's probably the exciting thing is uh, you master one skill, and right. hey, we're going to move on to uh, the next skill, right? right? Um, what kind of? I guess what was the, the most recent skill for you where you were like, I never thought that was even possible.
0: Um, pull-ups, pull unbroken ups. pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at right now? I uh, can do ten in a row. Ten in a row. Yeah.
1: It's pretty outstanding. Yeah. yeah actually, um, I know handstand. Handstand, handstand. Handstand. Handstand, handstand.
0: It took me six months to even flip up on the wall. Yeah. And now I'm actually doing handstand push, kinda push-ups with. I have two. Mats underneath my head, but yeah. um, it's a lo- it's co- I've come a long way from not being terrified to throw my hand, be upside down.
1: Yeah. What was the uh, what was the, the, the turning moment? Was it just one day? It was like I to I'm going to do this, or is um, it a progression? Was it?
0: I got tired of not being able to do it, and everybody else doing mm-hmm. it. And General, the fireman was here, yeah. and he said, "I'll have the paramedics here when you break your neck. I'll have them here <laughs> right away." <laughs> and I said, I, "I seriously was like, oh oh okay." Yeah. And I flipped up on the wall. Yeah. And there's no going back. I mean, yeah. I never want to go back to not flipping up on the wall and trying right. handstand push-ups. It's, it's. I mean, I put butterfly push-ups on the goal board. The I'm gonna do butterfly push, yeah. push-ups someday. Yeah. I mean,
1: how yeah, cool would that be? That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's probably one of the bigger testaments, right? Where, you know, it's it's. I like that comment. I never want to go back to, you know, going back to doing right. Uh, X thing or X style of workout no. or. Um, you know, really finding a home here and in CrossFit, and really, uh, you know, figuring out what you like, what you don't like. Right. I think there's there's definitely something to be said about that. Um, how many times would you think you come a week? Because I think that's another topic I want to hit on.
0: Um, I come six days a week. Six days a week. I'd probably come seven if you were open on Sundays. So if you had a class once, I know it's open gym, but.
2: When I grow up, I want to be you, um, and I mean that. Somewhat sarcastically, but in in all seriousness, you're an inspiration. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's it's unbelievable what you have done, and just for me personally, for the coaches here at the gym, just in a short time of getting to know you and watching you come six days a week, and you know, maybe one of the conversations we can have is just when you, when you travel, how you constantly uh, make working out a focal point Mm -hmm. as opposed to even just leisure you know vacationing and and doing the different activities that encompasses but it's more you know i think like you said it's a it's a mental switch and you've you've flipped it and you've mastered it more than i think any of the trainers you know i work at a gym and i don't work out six days a week right right you know and and you are here i think you drive probably the furthest out of any of our members and you are here with bells on every day, and you're staying after, you're doing extra stuff. And um, it's incredible. So,
1: First, first I want to hit on the fact that um, you have skipped vacations. <laughs> <laughs> you have not gone on vacation because you were worried that you might not make it to the gym. Right. And that was recently. Right. That was going down to Florida, right? Yeah. Did Mike just go down by himself?
0: No, we go in the, he'll go for two months in the winter, and I'm already thinking about how I'm gonna get back here and not for two months. I mean, I won't be gone for two months. Like, yeah. Too much happens here every day. I feel like if I miss one day here, it's a setback. I mean, just, I mean, and you guys make it.
1: Well, I think, I think also what you're talking about is you it's not just a physical setback, it's you have a pretty devoted group of people that come right. in at that 9.30 right. spot where you come in and it's like a, it is as much of a social club and a community oh, atmosphere. Sure than it is, you know, I'm just coming here to work out. It's not like, uh, you know, 9.30 hits, or right, right. we're done at 10.30, all right, everybody leaves. I mean, we almost joke to the point where we're right. wondering if you guys are staying right. for the 3.30, or the 4.30 right. p.m. press, <laughs> right. you know, so. Well, it's not
0: like a gym where you walk into by yourself and you do your thing and you walk out. I mean, th- these are hard workouts, and I feel like if we're all in it together, and we're all doing the same workout, Yeah, and yep. It's, it's. Well, I
1: think that's something to, to build on, too, where, um, You know, especially that morning crew, I've watched you be an inspiration to other people where, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. And Judy's just there saying, no, just try it. Right. And you see these light bulb moments, these aha moments with people where they're like, I literally didn't think I could do that. Right. And then you sat there and told me I could, and now I can, you know. Mm -hmm. And again, and maybe it's not to the uh, prescribed level or whatever you want to call it, but right. they are doing it to their level. And that's what we stress a lot too. It's your level and your ability may be something different than what's necessarily right. on the board, right? right. Um, going back to uh, what, what Mark touched on is traveling. Um, how many gyms do you think you've been to? So, you, where do you, What's your, your normal vacation spot?
0: In Seagrove Beach, the Panhandle.
1: Yeah. Um, and there's
0: and, a CrossFit gym there that I go to.
1: And Have you been to other ones down there? Um, yes, yeah. Um, what's your kind of normal? I would say your maybe your do's and don'ts for traveling CrossFitters. Do you have like a um, you know, what do you look for in something your gym you're dropping into? Do you um, check? Is it just like I hey, there's one close to me, I'm gonna go to it.
0: I told my husband I wouldn't go out west with him unless I did CrossFit, so it was his job every night, and we we moved on from mm-hmm. place to place. And we were in crazy places. We were out yeah. in the desert, and yeah. there's always a CrossFit place there. Yeah. There's always one. It was his job to look it up the night before and say, I, you know, I found you one. Mm-hmm. I just found the closest one to make it convenient. Yeah. You know, when traveling, you need. I didn't want to be driving around any more than we had to. But um, and and I had some really good ones, and I yeah. had some some really bad ones. Yeah. I had ones the coaches didn't care and stood in the parking lot and yelled in the door, "You're doing good." Yeah. Where you're like, okay, you didn't. You have no idea what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I had other ones where they were attentive and. Yeah. friendly and happy you dropped in.
1: What would you say if you were, uh, you know, to those people who were maybe, maybe even more so to those, those coaches and or owners that you're dropping into, uh, something that's like, what makes it a good experience and what makes it necessarily a bad experience? Like just start with the good, like what makes it a great experience when you walk in the door? Is it, you know, you can already tell like when you walk in the door, yeah, is it, or tell. is it normally like you get into class and then, you know, then.
0: Well, I actually dropped in one here closer to my house on a, sun, a Saturday when you guys were moving and we were closed one Saturday. So, and it was, no one paid any attention to me. Yeah, I mean, I could have been a potential right. new customer for them and they didn't care that I was there. And right. you, can, you can get the vibe right away. I mean, you, it was like almost a hassle for them to take my money and stop the right. you know, class. And I thought, I'll never be back. Mm-hmm. And the people there weren't. Yes. Friendly And I don't know if deep down I really didn't want him to be because I didn't want to ever leave here. So I was kind of hoping that I wouldn't like <laughs> it maybe because right. I love you guys. I mean, right. you guys make the play. I mean, you're why you. I come you're every good. day. I mean, you're all different. Each coach, I think, is totally different. Each class is different, but that's.
2: Yeah, I would, uh, you know, to that point of, of, you know, good versus bad experience. Um, you, you didn't bring up like this coach gave me this specific cue on that lift and that's what made it a good experience. You brought up kind of almost the culture and the atmosphere. Right. And I know that um you guys own a restaurant and I I, I, you know, I constantly we we constantly talk to our guys about we're in the customer service business. Right. You know, we can all be dynamite coaches, but if we don't know how to treat people like what what truly are we doing here? Right. You know, so like you said, that's why you're you're such an amazing uh member. You're so welcoming to all the people and there's only so much a coach can do. Right. You know, I can probably be the worst yeah i can can be the worst private coach in the world but if my member the members are amazing to people when they walk in the door then they're really you know gotta gotta give that person a good experience but it's vice versa too like i can be an awesome coach but if all my members aren't necessarily right um welcoming and so on and so forth um so maybe speak to that a little bit just um
0: well i think if you you see how that
2: relates to someone walk in
0: and they're by themselves like even on a Saturday in a big class by themselves you know they're intimidated you mm-hmm. know they're they don't know anybody you can so usually I think,
1: tell they're gonna be off to the side right themselves. they stand
0: off to the side and think why what am I getting myself into And
1: it is a testament to to our people it's it's almost comforting to the point where I have to, I'm gonna go over and say hello to that person but I can go over and say hello to that person welcome them and then leave them there and then right. watch our people go and flock to them right to welcome them right and that's, that's my job, and hopefully they know that that's my job to come welcome them. It's not your old job to go right. welcome someone in the door. And that's, that's probably one of the bigger things where, you know, when, when you foster that community and when you have people like yourself and, um, you know, a lot, I'd say the vast majority of the people here, mm-hmm. they will go and mm. introduce
2: themselves to someone. Right. Yeah, I think the level of, of empathy this gym has is like, Wow. It's it's almost unmatched to, to any of the gyms I've seen um, just from, you know, well, just being welcoming because um, I've, I've, you know, I think we've all dropped in plenty of gyms right. before and I never go in and announce like, I own a gym, right. and I'm a, coach, a and da, 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 da. coach, No, I just go in as right. a normal person and partially I just want to see how they'll react to me. Right. Yeah. And I've gone to gyms before and all of a sudden it does come out, oh, you know what, I, actually I am a coach By and the an way. owner. And then I can see that. And then it changes. Yeah, it changes. Oh, oh I'm oh, like, sure. Let me roll the red carpet off for right. you. Right. Where that, that can't be the case. Right. You know, you got to treat everyone equally. Right. Um, and so, yeah, let's. Um, but
0: you guys are good back to that. You guys are so good at um, whether the new person is an uh, elite athlete and can do all this stuff or brand new at this. I mean, you you're good with every yeah. level of athlete, well, I think, you. which is which thank helps.
1: You. Uh, you know, I'm not going to stop you from the compliments, I guess, uh, but again, awesome. this, is, this is about you more oh, so okay. than Sorry. but, uh, but uh, let's, let's take a quick break. Um, when we come back, I want to go back to um, your family business and kind of how that all started and, okay. and kind of, again, I think that is a big part of the mentality you have in here and why that works so well. So mm-hmm. we'll be back in just a moment. Hey everyone, if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to get started with us, head on over to triumphstrength.net and click on the Get Your Free Session Now button. Coach will contact you shortly. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com triumphstrength, as well as Instagram at triumphstrength. Check out our weightlifting meet at Braxton Brewery under kegsandkilos.eventzilla.net. 60 weightlifters, food trucks, and beer. Doesn't get any better than that. Come join us on July 15th for our Crystal and Bobby Memorial Workout. Uh, We're going to run heats at 8, 9, 10, and 11 a.m. It's open to all fitness levels. It should be a great time remembering uh, two really, really great people. So hopefully you can join us there. All right, guys, we are back with Judy Larkin. Uh, We are talking about her story and how she got to us, and how long she's been with us. She's talking about her travels, and uh, one of of the things we want to dive into is Salem Gardens, which we just visited over the weekend for Mark's bachelor party. That's where it all started, so she treated us. We did? I think so. (laughs) It's a little foggy. That's where it all started. It's a little foggy. Um, It's your fault. But uh, one of the things I want to ask Judy is uh, kind of how Salem Gardens came to be, and, because it was, was it there? prior to you all yes it's okay been there. so how did that work because i know that that's kind of where you and your husband right. originally met so a little bit into that story because there's got to be some backstory behind um, it or was it is it also foggy <laughs> no, is it? no no
2: <laughs> you can leave out some detail yeah
0: no no, you can no, leave no. Out some it's, it's, that's fine. Um, kind of boring i played softball in it's our monday th- i've heard this story it's not we went into <laughs> salem gardens on monday nights and he okay. was the owner okay and that's how we met.
1: Uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just Not too met so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. married into the business. I
0: married into the business. Married yes. Into the business. Yes.
1: Um, and now, how many children do you have?
0: Three daughters. Three daughters. That actually, well, the two oldest ones work there. Yeah, they run the show. Yeah. so Mike can go, to, go Florida, to Florida for two months. Travel. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. That's, why you, that's why you had kids, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Exactly. So someday.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's cool, and you know, I think the kind of things we touched on—you touched on a, a little bit here—is the kind of customer service aspect mm-hmm. um, into running a business, and um, how that carries over into kind of the attitude you have here, right? And we spoke—we've spoken that a little bit. I want to touch on that again, as far as what are some of the things that you find value in, as far as treating people. I think again, number one, with empathy, um, with just and just being humble. Like I don't know if there's anything that carries over as far as you know what you see at your business versus what you see in a CrossFit gym, uh, or any business for that matter, because like, I think it's very important that you're treating the people who are walking through your door with the kind of utmost respect and having some empathy, because I think, um, again, we've seen the kind of, and I've even, I'll admit it, I've been there as far as like, you know, you're the, the young trainer and you already know everything, and I, right. I think as we get a little bit older and as we get more experience, that's not necessarily true. And I think, you know, especially with a restaurant bar, you can kind of, if it's a little bit more of a party atmosphere or, you know, it's not gonna be that kind of family atmosphere, the kind I get when we walk through your door, like, when we walk through your door, like, yes, there's a bar there, but for the most part, there's a lot of families that are there. And I think that's...
0: um, It actually started as a bar where we actually drank cans of beer and threw them out the front door into a dumpster. So it turned from that kind of place to, when my husband bought it to, he wanted to clean it up and make yeah. it a family-friendly place. Like I see f- why
1: the softball team went there then. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: okay. exactly. Well that's,
1: so what was I mean, that, I mean, it was
0: fun, but- What was
1: that change then that was, um, when did he decide to clean it up? I mean-
0: Probably when we had our babies and wanted to bring them into a place where we could feel comfortable and not have it be a bar, like my husband gets upset when people call it a bar. It's it's a restaurant. We serve mm-hmm. we do more money in food than we do in yeah. the alcohol. So it's it's really a restaurant. We've we have good food and we have family friendly food and, um, Very and good we food. love families yes. coming in. That's our thing, and we like our employees. I tr- I work on Friday nights and I I'm more the um, go between with the servers and the I want the servers to be friendly and treat everybody and ha- give them good service and be consistent with everything. Yeah. But we want families to feel comfortable. And then there's a turnover, like 10 o'clock, it turns into young kids coming in mm-hmm. and it's a more of a bar scene. Mm-hmm. But we still want it, it's not a rough place, it's not, you know, it's, we want yeah. it to be a family friendly yeah. place. Well,
1: I think that's, uh, she touched on one of our, you know, four core values, right, consistency. Yeah. Right? And that's a, it's a tough one to hit. It's it a is. a really tough one to hit, right? You have a lot of different personalities. You have a lot of people coming through your doors. Right. Um, and to, to be consistent throughout the day, you know, whether it's this person working or that person working right. or this customer or that customer, that's a really tough one right. to hit. One that we struggle with, I think, pretty regularly. Um,
0: well, like you said, with not telling them you're a CrossFit coach when you go out sure. of my husband will order a cheeseburger and say don't tell them it's for me because i want to see how they're making it right don't make it taste great for the owner right i mean I, this is how i want everybody's burger to be every yeah. single time they order it so it's the consistency and the
2: yeah i think you know the the crossover you just talked about a little bit with whenever you decide whenever you guys decided to go from hey this is a bar where you kind of just hang out and drink and throw the beer out right the, the window to hey now uh, we're having kids, and we're, we're married, and we need a future uh, right. you know, source of income, and, and this is our, our vision, you right. know, has changed, right? Um, I think a lot of CrossFit owners, I'd venture to say, again, we definitely don't have all the answers, but there's a moment when you have to decide, like, is this, do I have a future in this, or right. am I just doing this to right. work out for free and, you know, um, make my own hours kind of thing? and so yeah i mean i yeah, think, I think that's in any kind of business i right. mean definitely there's there's some that you know from the get go you're like all right, this is a for profit industry and sometimes right. it's it can be confusing with the restaurants and and you know well gins they're both and stuff i think like hard
0: businesses to run I yeah. mean everybody thinks you own a restaurant, you sit at the bar and drink beer all day and mm-hmm. and like you guys what do you guys do just work out all day? you don't do anything well, but yeah, but it's me, like but the opposite you're here no. yeah. <laughs> You guys are here twenty four seven. I mean yeah. you're if you're not working on the landscaping out front, you're doing something inside, you're getting new equipment constantly. Mm. I mean it's it's not an easy I'm sure it's not an, and not to mention dealing with all the people. All oh,
1: well, the lovely people like yourself, Judy. Thank you. Um <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what is uh what are some of the more memorable kind of uh moments you've had here? I mean I think we've all had a couple that were that stick out in my mind. Um, I know the, we had the author come through. Oh the my origin. God, that was awesome. That was what a coincidence, right?
0: What it, talk about drop-ins. Yeah,
1: so uh, if you wanna go into that, it cause I know you, you recognized him, is that right? We
0: had a drop-in and you, you, you know, acknowledged that and you kind of explained why he was here. He wrote a book, he has a book signing at MKU and then the workout started. So I just out of the blue said to him you know I wanted to make him feel comfortable and talk to him and he, I said so what book did you write and he said "Oh, you probably wouldn't know it it's um called wine the water and I said I just finished it and recommended it to my niece who just graduated from high school
1: yeah because wow. it's about
0: going to Africa and building wells and getting water supply into all the villages and um wow. he couldn't believe first of all that I had read it and yeah. recommended it and yeah. I actually um, met up with McGinn after that, went to one of his book signings, and he stood up right away, and he's a CrossFitter, which, I mean, yeah. what could be, it was just, it was awesome. And he yeah. stood up, there was a line of people, and he stood up, and he said, Judy from CrossFit, and gave me a hug, and signed my book, wow. and yeah. I passed that book on. I mean, that, was, that day was really yeah. probably one of my best CrossFit days ever. And,
1: and what's, what's really cool about that, too, is I think we talk about it a lot, is the wide array of people that you meet along the way that you, you never want to cross paths no. with along the way no. you know it's like number one very rarely am I out in Anderson uh, right. number two would I ever right. stop the Salem gardens no. probably not No, you know, here we are talking to each other you know three or four years down No, and up. I
0: just said that to the um, somebody I was talking to the other day in here and I thought we never, w- like we were bonding and we were, our lives are totally different. She's probably 20 years younger than me and we we're laughing about something. And I thought we'd never, our life, our cro- paths would have never crossed mm-hmm. if we didn't, if it weren't for CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And, which brings me to um, Crystal, who I love dearly. Yeah. And we just connected and she told me, that she went home and told Bobby that she found a new friend and she thought we'd be friends
2: yeah, that's tough. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I never
0: would have, you know. I would never. I'm so glad I met her, and and I, we still talk about her. I mean, she's yeah. she was a big part of my life, and I did think that that was the beginning of a good friendship. Yeah. That I never. I mean,
1: absolutely. Uh, and her her memorial workout's coming up here soon, so hopefully we'll we'll be another big crew that. I know. I love that. that. Yeah. And I think that's something. She'll never weird. be forgotten here. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, there are
0: workouts that go on that we'll look at each other and say, "I did this with Crystal." Yeah. I mean, she. Yeah. You know.
2: It's just the right thing to do, you know. Whenever yeah. you have a special member like that, I mean, again, anytime we we um, just lose a member, let alone to a tragedy, it's it's always hits us hard. And with that, it especially, I think hit everyone really really hard. And no one probably harder than you necessarily. You guys were super close, mm-hmm. and like you said, though, there's there's some kind of solace in the fact that you know that you know her body was found, and you know we've been able to put some closure to it, but hopefully we can find some joy in the fact that she was such an awesome person and we can still celebrate her life through just something as simple as a CrossFit workout. And I know that's been kind of CrossFit HQ MO from a long time with celebrating uh, lost ones in the military, police, fire, public service. So it was only the right thing to do and uh, hopefully we'll have a good turnout for that. And I know the first time we did it, we saw, you know, it's a testament to a larger CrossFit community, just not here, but all the awesome gyms in the area that come out and support uh, each other whenever something uh, tragic like that happens.
1: It's absolutely a testament to the community because, you know, again, uh, outside of the gym, you wouldn't have known that, you know, but they've, everyone has gone through some sort of heartache and loss in their life. And, you know, again, the empathy factor, you know, they can be sympathetic towards someone who has lost someone who's important to them, right? Um, And it's just, it's it's a huge testament to the overall culture that is built. You know, it very, you just don't see it in nearly anything else, you know, um, just like a a racquetball club, uh-huh. you know, if like right. something happened to Tim down at, you know, the Four Seasons, like they're, you're not gonna have people from other private gyms go there to flock there, right. you
0: know. When and, we did the Spartan race, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but when we did the Spartan race, it was Crystal and I were like the last two to sign up. We didn't want to do it. I told her I wouldn't leave her behind. She told me she wouldn't leave me behind. And I actually said to her, I'm not doing this without you. Yeah. Which made it even harder because mm-hmm. I ended up doing it without her. But when um other CrossFitters came over to us and said, You're from Triumph, we're sorry for your loss. Yeah. I mean they knew like it, they all knew. They yeah, all knew yeah. when they all were came over, over to us. I had people I'd never seen in my life.
2: Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. You know, I, I could be a little biased, but I just I, I just think we're cut from a different cloth than a lot of other people. And Granted, there's an exception, there's an outlier to every rule, and you know, there's people out there that that aren't as empathetic and humble when they do CrossFit It does exist. I've seen it myself. Um, I've been that person. Yeah. Well, hey. (laughs) I have. Yeah. 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 I mean, we can talk about that on a whole different day. Right, yeah. um, Judy, whenever I I met you, without even stepping foot in your restaurant, I knew it was a successful business. Just because, you know, I kind of know type of person you are Aww, and uh, I think that's with a lot of maybe like the through line with a lot of our members I feel like they're successful you know because they want to they they want it more you know just like right. with CrossFit you know people we've seen people come in and 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 leave and I'm not saying that means they're unsuccessful or no, just, you I, know so yeah. on and so forth uh, you know and, and again I could be a little biased but I mean I just see a lot of people that come in here day to day to just crush and attack life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, oh, and they, yeah. they just try to eliminate excuses because it's really easy whenever you're traveling to write off working out. It's really easy when you live 30 minutes a, right. away to write off working out. But you're a person that comes six days a week and you just celebrated a birthday recently, mm-hmm. right? And 22nd birthday, right? right? 22nd birthday. Right. Times. But, you know, you, you see these other people that might be quote unquote in the prime complaining about, oh, you know. I, I couldn't possibly come today right and uh I just love that you don't have any excuses, no oh, matter thanks. whether you're two hundred miles away from the gym, you know you're going planning a vacation i think it's it's really special thanks
1: um one thing Mark just touched on the birthday thing and um, you know, we don't have to bring up actual age, but I would like to say that one thing that makes everything immensely more impressive is um Crossfit, crossfit is a young person's game.
0: Right, I was going to say that too. You are mm-hmm.
1: and you are not the typical age of a crossfitter. And again, you come 6 days a week, you are still PRing, you are still learning new skills. Um, and in in the masters territory, you know, and I think there's something un- unbelievably uh, impressive to be said about, you know, again, just seeing that Age isn't necessarily a factor when it comes to improving
0: yourself. Right?
2: Would you say you're in the best shape of your life?
0: Oh, for sure, absolutely.
1: I feel like yeah. you could go in and crush some mm-hmm. two-pound weight and step-ups all day. You know?
2: Oh yeah. Get back on that elliptical and laugh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I think that's a an absolute testament, and again, to people who, um, you know, we hear it a lot. I'm too old for this. I, I can't do this because of this reason or that reason. Um, you know there is no reason why you can't start doing something you know, right. later in life you right. know there's there's no there's no definition that you have to start by this time in your life in order to be successful or something right hundred percent untrue
0: but you guys wouldn't let me come in here and say anything about my age I mean you guys would shut that down immediately and be like, you're like no, it's not it. A- we're not taking that excuse. Yeah, so you're I don't even po- try. You're the
1: poster child for the anti uh, excuse. You know, like right. we've heard, we've heard, mm-hmm. "Why well, can't do that?" And I say, "Well, I, I have people that do that," and yeah. you know, and, and
2: we've been doing this long enough to know. Whenever people start now, you know, we do a six one-on-one sessions with them, and if you're starting with one foot in, one foot out, mm-hmm. you've, you're, you're really starting with two feet out. Right. You know, so. Cause it's just, it's easy to be negative in life. Right. You know, it's easy to, you know, get on that negativity train right. and oh, my pinky hurts and you right. know, or whatever. Well, you can make an
0: excuse of day I'm, to not come in. I'm,
2: I'm, I've been there, you know, before and, and I'm definitely not perfect, but I've learned a lot as far as just life is a mindset, working out is definitely a mindset. People want to bring up physical ailments and excuses like age or whatever, right? Uh, or I'm too heavy or I'm, you know, this or whatever. It's you just have to flip the switch. And when you start, you have to start with both feet in. And right. when you finish this thing out, um, you know, you hit your highs and your lows, but ultimately you have to just stay committed to whatever it is, right. you know. And, and Jared's journey, he, he was all in on CrossFit for a while. Now he's all in on weightlifting, but still does CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Compared like you to said, eating. You've, it's my... You've done... Moving, moving on, compared yeah. to beating. Okay. You've done <laughs> whatever, yeah. <laughs> both, what would that be, both hands in? Both That's hands in. Right. Both hands in. But, but to you, you know, like you said, you brought up a Spartan race. You brought mm-hmm. up, you know, what, what the brilliant thing about CrossFit, again, is it, it, it transfers to all of us. Well, once again, yeah.
0: that's something I would never have thought I would have done. Hmm. Never would do a Spartan or Tough Mudder. But everybody here is doing it, and Chris was teaching the classes. Yeah. I thought, okay, that's another thing I, like, wanted, I want to do. I yeah. want to be part of that. I want to be part of that group that comes in on Monday morning and is either laughing about it yeah. or talking about it. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not, I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, we got, yeah, I struggled, it was the hardest thing I've probably ever done, yeah. but um, I'd do it again if everybody yeah. signed up to do it.
1: I think Mark had that, that nice video a couple of weeks ago, it was just, you know, you can either check that box or you yeah. can fill that box. right? You know, and so many people just check that box off to say, well, I've done that, and, you know, it's like, well, we are constantly trying to fill that box up here and, and fill it with a new skill, fill it with a new experience. There's always something new to do here. Absolutely. There's
0: always something Absolutely. challenging to do here. I mean...
1: So um, I, I would like to uh, kind of wrap things up here with a, just a this, this question. Um, your, your, what is your, your favorite CrossFit workout? Do you have one? Hmm. If we don't have a favorite workout, favorite movement, I might already have an idea what this answer is gonna be.
0: I'm hooked on the pull-ups now.
2: Oh, Ooh, I a yeah.
0: oh, I like
2: that. I was I was going to say sit ups. I was going to say sit ups. Oh, sit ups, yeah. That's yeah.
0: No, that's too easy. For those of you I'm listening. listening, for those of you no, listening
1: that's video yourself doing sit ups and then put it in fast forward, and that's what <laughs> Judy looks like doing <laughs> sit ups. So, just a blur. Yeah, just a blur. <laughs> um, well, we appreciate you coming on, Judy. And, oh, and again, just keep showing up your I six will. days a week. Maybe I guess we're going to add a class on Sunday again so Judy can come yeah. I know. I don't days. know
0: what. You're, you'll probably never get rid of me. We need you guys, to come up with, like, a new and, day
2: of the week. Yeah. And yeah. We'll do a poll, like, figure out Couture's Day or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Name something, and we'll get you in here more. But thank you so okay. much for coming thank on and guys. doing this and sharing a little bit about your story. Sure.
1: Yeah. And for everybody listening, uh, thanks for listening to Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of the people who make us great.